Accountability Talks with AGA. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. So this is uh, Women's History Month. We're in March, and uh, we have a couple great guests today, Wendy Morton Huddleston and Tracy Walker, and we're going to talk about the month, some activities planned, as well as AGA's Council for the Advancement of Women. So without further ado, let's talk with Wendy and Tracy. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. All right. Well, we are now in March, and that means it is Women's History Month. So for that occasion, we have invited a couple great guests today, and we have uh, Wendy Morton Huddleston, and we have Tracy Walker. So, uh, and both have been on the podcast before, so welcome back, and uh, maybe Wendy, please start off and uh, say hello. Sure. Good morning. Hi, Paul and Tracy. Great to be with you all again today. And with regards to Women's History Month, this is a time for us just to come together and celebrate, amplify accomplishments, and really bring in our allies, our male counterparts, and let them know the importance of of women achievements and all the great collaboration that we can cultivate for a win-win in terms of even beyond the month of March, but certainly to raise the profile in March. Great. And then Tracy, please say hello as well. Hello, Paul. Hi, Wendy. So good to be with you, my friends. Um, I echo Wendy's sentiment. Women's History Month is such a wonderful time to reflect on our theme, which we'll talk more about, resilience. And it's been a difficult time, but I'm so proud that the AGA, under the leadership of Wendy and Anne and Susan, um, have really helped lead the charge to make sure um, women feel empowered to advocate for themselves, to carve out um, a solid present and a wonderful future. And so it's a time to reflect on that and that we have a bright future ahead of us. Absolutely. So why don't we start off, uh, let's talk to the audience here about, um, you know, AGA has its own council for the advancement of women and uh and also, we had a recent article in our journal all about that leadership. So maybe, Wendy, could you uh, give us a little background on that? It was 2020 when the immediate past president of AGA, Ernie Amante, had the vision to articulate what would be a lasting fixture for AGA in the Council for the Advancement of Women. And so I took the charge, developed the charter, and then the board approved the formation of the council so just so appreciative of the foresight and vision of my comrade, Ernie Almonte, and our two co-chairs, Tracy Walker, who's here with us today, and Gwendolyn Sykes, the U.S. Secret Service CFO. And so it was that nine-member council that was chartered last year. And it's a significant milestone because it's given us an opportunity in our 70-year history to reflect on the past, but also to reimagine our future. And so I'd like to say that we're harnessing the power of diversity, equity, and inclusion and gifting this council to future generations. And the vision of the council really boils down to a gender equality commitment. And it's an all hands on deck when you think about the various channels in AGA for from the standpoint of building a pipeline of parity with our National Council of Chapters, as well as the CEC, which is Chapter Executive 
committees, and then also the National Governing Board and the Leadership Development Committee. And so that compilation of leadership driving professional development, but also ensuring that gender diversity is not an afterthought, that they are working very progressively and intentionally to cultivate a pipeline. And with that type of solidarity, we will have a successful council for many, many years to come. And then, Paul, to touch on the journal article, the winner journal of AGA, there, the feature article is Trailblazers, the Women's President of AGA, the National President. And there are eight of us, and we're just so glad to have completed the article. I had an uh, opportunity to co-author with Mary Peterman, our 2013 National President, and we thought about ways to pay tribute to the legacy leadership and contributions of these women, as well as to talk about common themes. And, so, and two of the common themes that we discerned from that piece in those interviews was confidence and courage. And in order to shatter that glass ceiling, because AGA had literally been chartered for 31 years before Ellie Clark, that very first national president, took the helm in 1981. And so just to be able to showcase that piece and to hopefully inspire others that they too can see themselves with the gavel in that top leadership position for AGA. So really, really proud of the piece. Definitely want everyone to check it out. And then we culminate the article on the emotional tax and hardship that the pandemic has brought on women in the workplace just building on a lot of the catalyst and the Kinsey studies, but it really, really talks about how we need to accelerate as a community, flexible work arrangements, sponsorship, benefit enhancements, and wellness programs, but also what AGA is all about, professional development and training for everyone, especially making sure our women have a seat at the table in the programming, the planning, the plenary sessions, and so we want to get the key takeaway from that article, Recruitment, Retention, Advancement of Women in AGA and in the profession. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Wendy. Well, um, so Tracy, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about, a little bit more about the council. Uh, I think we'd be interested in hearing, you know, how, you know, give us some of the, the, the maybe the framework, the, the strat, uh, strategic framework of the council, you know, the kinds of programs and things you all are, are putting on and how you're engaging members. So thank you, Paul, for that question. And my colleague, Wendy, did such a beautiful job framing the commitment from AGA to women, to the council, to how it was founded. And on that foundation, we are building with the help of amazing council women who are members of, and leaders within federal, state, and local government. They have incredible individual journeys. And so their perspective is shaping the foundation of how the council serves the women members of AGA and their allies. And we're so proud of our allies for stepping up and being committed to the advancement of women as well, as Wendy mentioned. So a couple of things, there are four sort of uh, pillars that our work falls into. The first is opportunity. So making sure whatever is happening, women not only feel that there's opportunity for them, 
but that they have access to take advantage of those opportunities and to stretch for goals like becoming the AGA president, which the article Wendy referenced celebrates those possibilities. So we want to preserve opportunities and achieve long-term gender equity um, in those career opportunities. And the next is education. So Wendy referenced professional development. So what training should be designed? How do we leverage the chapter activities? How do we make sure women have all the tools in their toolbox to be exceptional technical professionals, but to be leaders as well? Um, the actions have to do with um, what activities, um, what kind of support conversations, what kind of um, steps do we need to take as an organization, empowering the chapters to support and make these, to live the values of advancement and equity and to make them sustainable. And then lastly is the connections. The AGA affords its members an extraordinary opportunity to connect with and learn from um, their colleagues and peers. And so we wanna make sure those connections are serving the women of the AGA well. And so we've divided our uh, council into three committees, the education committee, which does mentoring um, council in a box for the chapters. So they have a toolkit from which they can do local council activities. Um, Wendy mentioned integration with the national education programs. And then what principles, what materials will we publish to support that? The programming committee has worked on member engagement, um, market research, and then how we're marketing and sharing this information. And then lastly, the communications committee. So all of the announcements, the council member strategy, um, the uh, website and all of the things, the social media, um, where our women are leveraging the AGA site to stay connected, uh, the communication community governs. So uh, very positive outcomes thus far and high enthusiasm in terms of um, uh, members being interested in how this council can help their future. That's great. And then, you know, we're in March now. So uh, do you guys have some, uh, some plans here for uh, some events for Women's History Month? Absolutely. And I'm so excited about this. So, you know, at the PDT each year, we host a uh, women's forum. And in March, it gives us a good warm-up act for that. And we talk about some of the deep issues in a more intimate setting. So this year, the theme is resiliency. And um, we're talking about the mindset, the mission, and triumph. So what is your mindset? How do you advance your mission? And what are the triumphs we've experienced despite uh, these kinds of of challenges that we're all facing these days. We have a wonderful panel of speakers, Margaret Pearson, who's the deputy CFO at OPM, Kim Farrington, who is with the First Responder Network Authority. Um, obviously, uh, great shout out to our first responders who've been so helpful during this pandemic crisis. And um, Carla Flores, who's the CFO 
of data and data analytics lead at the Internal Revenue Service. So these powerful women um, are going to share their perspectives on all kinds of topics, whether it's uh, equity um, around issues that affect women from a, a racial standpoint, from an ageism standpoint, from a new mom standpoint, and, and obviously from a gender standpoint. And how are they navigating with a positive mindset, focus on their mission to achieve good outcomes? So we're so excited by this conversation, March 17th. Um, it will be uh, held at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So we're just looking forward to another great conversation. In addition, a few, uh, three more come to mind in the spirit of celebrating and sprinkling everything Women's History Month is chapter. Tracy and I often speak about the importance to propagate down the framework for the council at the, to the chapter level with chapter training in a box. And our chapters are also grabbing the mantle for celebrating Women's History Month. For example, on March the 8th, the New Mexico chapter will feature some of our women, uh, such as Mary Peterman, Gwendolyn Sykes, Tracy, on a Women's History Month panel, as well as the D.C. chapter on March the 31st. And then Grant Thornton will have our Washington Women Speak virtual event on April 20th. So mark your calendars. Lots of great programming coming up for our women and our male allies. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for that, Wendy. And um, while I got you here, why don't we uh, talk a little bit more, you know, if uh, people are interested in learning more, uh, you know, where can they get more information? You know, where can they find out how to be more engaged? Um, maybe give us a little bit more on that. Well, do, Paul. With regards to engagement, agacgfm.org is our main page. And under leadership, about leadership in national boards and committees, you will see the Council for the Advancement of Women. So check us out there. We also have been curating a lot of our posts through our unique hashtag for AGA, hashtag her story. And then we are continuing with one of my key areas of focus in the power of seven, in addition to community, nonprofits, and students, one that we really want to engage folks on is the membership. We are in recruitment and renewal season for AGA, and so renew today. You don't have to wait till the end of March, and we're also offering a few prizes and raffles for those that do renew early, but the call to action with the Power of Seven is to renew seven new members to the organization. And we're compromising. If you can't do seven, then try to do at least half because if every member of AGA were to recruit at least three new members, we would increase our membership by 46,000 members. And that's exponential. And we're trying to make certain to have another 70 plus years in this organization. So recruit, retain, and reclaim members that have stepped away from the organization and we hope that everyone will take root of that and also mark your calendars for the PDT, the professional development training, which is 
now set to be all virtual, fantastic speakers and corporate partner council engagement, July 19th through the 21st. So if you're interested in joining AGA, feel free to reach out to myself as well as the AGA organization. Thank you. Great. Well, this was a very informational and a very good information for everybody to understand, you know, AGA's initiatives here um, and, you know, Women's uh, History Month and, of course, the council. So thank you both for, for being here. And uh, I was hoping maybe you uh, all could just give us a little, uh, you know, inspiration on the way out. Maybe, uh, Wendy, any, any final words for us today? Sure, I'll give a quote, but before I do, I would like to express gratitude to my nine-member council co-chair, my Tracy and Gwen, the leadership of AGA, Susan and Ann, and for all the many, many women and allies out there that are prioritizing the importance of gender diversity and making certain that there is appropriate intersectionality as we continue to look at other business resource groups, employee resource groups, and how we can work together and make it a very successful society and profession. And then secondly, a quote to lift us higher as we celebrate during this month and beyond is by Vice President Kamala Harris. When we lift up women, we lift up families, we lift up communities and all of the benefits. So thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you. And Tracy, why don't you uh, give us some parting words as well? Yes, absolutely. I'd like to thank my colleague, Wendy, who has been such a model and champion for women, for the organization. Her leadership as president has been extraordinary. And in the ally space, um, my colleague, Ernie Almonte, the past president, uh, has been a mentor and champion of women forever. And it takes both kinds of people, and we have them fortunately throughout this Council for the Advancement of Women effort at AGA to help us be successful and lift the next generation of women. So I have quotes from two great women who've overcome quite a bit. J.K. Rowling, who was in her 40s when she wrote Harry Potter, says rock bottom became the solid foundation in which I rebuilt my life. So a lot of women are experiencing challenges now, but we want, as mentioned, to use this as a foundation to springboard us forward, stronger, more empowered, more resilient. And then Oprah Winfrey, who we all love, uh, says turn your wounds into wisdom. So we've had tremendous challenges Women are homeschooling, balancing difficult mission responsibilities. And so on this uh, March 17th Women's History Month conversation, we're going to talk about gender equity and advancement. We're also going to talk about some of those fundamental things that empower us, trust, mentors, sponsorship, sense of belonging, self-advocacy. So these are tools that we need in our toolbox to be resilient and to keep pressing forward. So as I said, the conversation continues. I'd like to thank my co-chair of the uh, Council for the Advancement of Women, Gwen Sykes, uh, who's just been extraordinary as well. 
And we look for a fantastic conversation on March 17th. And then this summer at the TDT, the conversation continues. So thank you so much, Paul, for inviting us. And uh, we're looking forward to what the future holds here. Okay. Well, thank you both for the inspirational words. And uh, thanks again for joining the podcast today. Thank you. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. AGACGFM.org. You know where to go to find all the other podcasts. And I hope you all have a wonderful Women's History Month. And tune in here for our next show sometime soon. But until then, this is your host, Paul Marshall, signing off for Accountability Talks with AGA.